Hello guys, I'm so, so grateful that you are hanging out with me today. Today we're gonna dive into a juicy topic and if you know me, I am a very logistics kind of person so I'm gonna break down not only how to deal with haters or negativity sent your way in your business, but we're gonna dive a little bit into why they are hating on you in the first place. Now, I don't use the word hate very lightly. I use it with intention. So when I say haters, I don't just mean like someone who doesn't talk to you and they don't say hi to you. When I say haters, I don't mean um, somebody who you've never met before but doesn't like your post on Instagram, guys. Those are not haters, okay? Those are people that you're just not friends with. Those are people that you may not know or may have never met. When I'm referencing haters, I mean people who actually go out of their way to be rude and disrespectful, people who have actually said things about you negatively, um, whether that's online or in person or behind your back. These are people who have actually spent time and energy on attempting and probably succeeding to uh, make you feel some kind of way. The fact that you have them in your mind, more than likely you're listening to this episode because you're having this very issue. And uh, whatever industry you're in, whether that's the beauty industry, fashion industry, I have no idea. Anyone can listen to this podcast and definitely gain a lot of value from it. So I'm not sure what your specific situation is. Uh, for some of you guys, it might even be a family member. But the point is that we all have experienced haters to some extent. Um, some people are going to claim that they haven't and that everyone loves them and they've never noticed anyone ever thinking anything else but love and rainbows for them. Um, they're either living in la-la land or they're just plain lying. Um, so the truth is we've all had somebody who just doesn't love what we're doing or why we're doing it or how we're doing it. And that's okay. And they are definitely at a different point in their life than we are if they're actually taking time out of their day to put negativity out into the world um, that is intended to affect us. So that's enough about that. Um, I could go into detail about the psychology of why people do what they do, but I want to cover three main kind of haters that we're going to talk about today, and all of them have to do with your business. Um, because if you have haters in the industry, whether that's a million miles away on the other side of the country who hate on you on social media, or people who live in your community, in your neighborhood, in your city, that hate on you and spread lies and rumors about you in order to try to defame you. This is the episode for you. We are gonna break through that today. So the three type of haters that we're gonna talk about are the ones who <laughs> hate on you before you even started your business. These are people that didn't like you like in high school, people that didn't like you um, way before you even learned how to do lashes or started making t-shirts or cupcakes or cookies or whatever it is that you do. These people just didn't like you before and now that you're doing this business and you started this small business, they still don't like you and they talk trash about whatever it is that you're doing, okay? We all have them, I do too. I have people who didn't like me before I started doing lashes and now that I do them, they hate the way I do lashes. But yet the girl that go, they go to is someone that I trained, okay? <laughs> they hate me, but the girl that they get their lashes done buys her products from me. So whether they like it or not, they, they hate me. So clearly um, there, there's something deeper, right? The reason they don't like me, there's I've broken it down. This kind of person who just didn't like you even before you started your business and they continued to hate on you once you started your business. 
there's two main reasons or things that I want you to keep in mind, I should say, when trying to deal with this. Because at the end of the day, guys, you should never react, all right? That's the overall message that I'm going to get through to you here. You should never react. You should never post a subliminal tweet. You should never talk crap about them to your clients. It's going to get out, okay? Clients talk. Um, you should not be trying to purposely return that negative energy because it takes more work guys it takes more energy and you're if you're a lash artist you're probably really busy so the first reason that this should not affect you and you should you know walk away from it is just recognize that you are not for everyone and I know we've been seeing that a lot lately everyone says that I'm not for everyone but I'm for someone right and it kind of gets repetitive and old but it's true um my friend Jenna Cash from SoCo Lashes mentioned to me one time, well, okay, I'm lying. She talked about it on an interview about how um, we all have people in our lives that we don't really love. Um, maybe we don't hate them. Maybe we don't, we don't actually go out of our way to harm them, but we just don't like them, right? They irritate us when they talk. It's like nails on a chalkboard. She, you might hate me and you're listening to my podcast and I irritate the shit out of you and I don't know why you're here. But the point is we all have that person, maybe a couple people, maybe it's a relative, maybe it's um, one of your you know, partners, friends, partner or something like that, that your boyfriend or your husband makes you hang out with because it's his friend's lady or whatever it is. But they, you just can't stand them. They've never done anything to you. They've never hurt you. They've never, um, that you have no real reason for not liking them, but you just don't. And that just means they're not your people. They're not your tribe. You're not meant to, you know, connect with them on an intimate level. And that's that. But hopefully you're not an asshole to them. So just remember that you have those people in your life too, that you're not exactly excited to hang out with. So whether it feels good or not, the truth is you're going to have people who feel the same about you. I know, I know that's like unbelievable. I'm so cool. I'm so fun. And I'm so nice. Trust me. You're just not for everybody. And that's okay. You have a ton of people who you are for and who are begging to have your time, right? You have so many people that you leave, um, unread on DMS and, and text messages that you haven't answered phone calls. You haven't returned. Pay attention to those people. Right. And then the other part of this, and this is probably going to sting some people a little bit is you are not perfect. I know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to admit it to you, but you are not perfect. I'm not perfect, I'm far from it. My husband, although on TikTok, people might think he's perfect, he is very far from it. Nobody's perfect, and that includes you. Whoever you are listening to this, you are not perfect. You have things about you that you probably wish you could change. You're probably not the nicest all the time. If you're a biological female listening to this, you probably more than likely have a period of time throughout the month where you are uncomfortable and dealing with symptoms that you don't love for about a week, once a month, and you're not the most pleasant person. Um, just being a woman, being a, being a woman, you're already a minority. So if you're listening to this and you're a woman, you're in a minority, that makes life pretty difficult a lot of times, right? So you have to understand that you are not always the, the sweetest, most kindest person. So maybe you're having an off day and this person meets you that day. And now if you know, you know that if you know anything about sales and you know anything about business or just person to person interaction, the first impression is a, a lot of how someone judges you, how you make someone feel the first time they ever interact with you is going to 
permanently affect the way that they view you forever. So just remember that you have bad days. So maybe one of those bad days was the day that you met this person or interacted with someone they know. You get it? You're not perfect and you're not for everyone. So when someone just didn't like you even before you started your business, we're going to go with those two. And if, if that helps you, I'm glad. The other kind of person that is going to be a hater on your business is going to be someone who is threatened by you. They see you as competition. And this can affect them two ways. Um, a lot of people don't like to believe that. And it's kind of, for me, it's like weird. I don't like the J word. If you've listened to my podcast before, you know, I don't like saying that people are jealous of me because I don't understand what they'd be jealous of. Um, my life is far from perfect. I got a lot of problems <laughs> mentally, physically, emotionally, um, familially. <laughs> I have a lot of issues that I deal with on a daily basis. So I don't understand why anyone would be jealous of me or my life. But the, the, the fact of the matter is they could still be jealous of you. Maybe they loved you and were friends with you when you guys were friends and you didn't have this amazing rocking business or even if it's not an amazing rocking, super busy business yet, just the fact that you went out and took a chance on yourself and started a business can be something that somebody envies. Maybe they always wanted to start a business and they never found the courage. Uh, maybe they were beat up emotionally by their their spouse telling them you could never do that because you're x y or z um maybe you're that person is overweight or they're a certain skin color or they come from a certain background and so they have had people tell them that that's not a possibility for them and now here you are doing the very thing and you maybe look exactly like them or come from the same place they come from but yet here you are taking a chance on yourself that is something that they could be envious of you mean does that does that make sense even if you're not a millionaire even if you're not making six figures in your business net but the fact that you're doing something and, and taking a chance on yourself and following your heart is something that somebody could definitely be envious of and because they 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 envy that the truth is it's not even about you it's about them right they feel some type of way because of something they feel about themselves and they can't stand to see you doing that thing. So it's not so much that they um, want your life. It's more that they want something for themselves that they didn't allow themselves the space to accomplish. And the fact that you are, they just can't comprehend it. So it's easier to just be negative and be doubtful because in their mind, it's not possible. The other type of reason why somebody might um, see you as, you know, be threatened by you and see you as a comp competitor and in leading to them being a hater of yours would be the fact that your actions and your morals are unaligned with theirs. And what that means is whatever you're doing, the path that you're on to achieve whatever it is you're attempting to achieve is a threat to the way they see this, the path to success. And that can be a little complicated. So let me break it down. If you started doing things a certain way and it's not the way they did them or that they think you should do them, then that's a threat to their reality, to their truth in their mind. For example, um, I had someone tell me once that, you know, you needed to be doing lashes for, mind you, they didn't tell me straight. It was subliminally. But when I announced my courses that I was going to start teaching in 2019 or 2019, yeah, um, there was a certain person who is a villain in my world because she 
pretty much attacks everything that I do subliminally and talks about me behind my back to many of her clients. They all end up coming and telling me. Um, she made a, re a remark one day that you need to have at least 10 certificates, meaning you need to have at least taken 10 courses um, and you need to be doing lashes for at least three years before you start teaching people. And um, she just was going off and off and off about how you just can't just up and decide one day that you're going to teach classes. And if you watched or listened to uh, one of my previous episodes about what it takes to be a trainer, you will see that I completely disagree with that. And I have had plenty of success. And I know and I interviewed uh, my nail tech who has extreme success in the same field. And she did not have 10 certificates and 10 years of experience under her belt before she started training. So my point here is that her mentality was that because probably because she's taken so many courses and she still doesn't feel confident enough to teach classes for herself. Well, again, that is more about her than it is about me. She's deflecting what's inside of her, her own insecurities, because she doesn't feel confident enough to teach courses, because she doesn't feel validated enough to be able to transfer the knowledge that she has over to somebody else. I, on the other hand, as am I excel when it comes to communication and it comes to educating others. It's it's a strong suit of mine. I went to college and university to become a college professor. That was my goal. I always wanted to be a teacher. So this is something that I have been, I have way more than 10 years of experience doing. So you see what I'm trying to get at? Just because her idea of how to become a trainer was a certain pathway, that's great for her, and I'm sure that's going to work for her. But because I did things in a different way, you know, some people, I'll use a little bit simpler of an example. I had kids before I got married, and to some people that's mind-blowing. But some of those very people who shamed me early on in my journey of motherhood for having kids before marriage have been divorced three times. <laughs> some of those people are not even married at all or have never had children at all. So you see what I'm saying? Just because you are going along a different path, it threatens the ideas and the truths in their mind. So understand that, again, it's about them. All of these, if you notice the pattern here, these are about them and what's going on inside them and not about you. They're just deflecting it on you. You're just the target to try and get that because they're hurting. There's a saying that says hurt people hurt people. And that's so true. That's what all of these are. Even the previous ones from the people who didn't like you before your business. It's really nothing about you. Um, even the one where I said you're not perfect. That's really not about you, though. Humans are not perfect. No one's perfect. So if someone's hating on you because of a singular experience or of a single um a single rumor that they heard about you, that set still says more about them. It's a them thing. They wanted to believe that. They have this mindset that nobody is real and they can't trust people. So again, no matter what I talk about here, you have to remember that it says more about them. And the last one, okay, the last type of hater that you're going to deal with is going to be probably the one that hopefully you don't have to encounter. I hope you never have to encounter many of these, but if you encounter angry clients or customers, unsatisfied clients or customers who become haters and they start blowing up your Yelp and your Google account and your Facebook and bashing your name all over social media, um, typically it's going to be because of two reasons. One is going to be because they did not get their way. They had expectations for their experience with you and you did not meet those expectations. And that could go a couple of ways. I could spend a whole hour talking about that. Maybe I will. Um, but the main thing I want to want you to recognize is that they had expectations 
and they weren't met. Now, whether that was a negligence thing on your end or whether it was because they misunderstood, there was a miscommunication, um, or you made a plain mistake, which could happen, right? You can make a mistake. Um, no matter what the situation is, that in a normal, sane person should not cause such a large reaction, such a dramatic um, interaction with somebody. If they go off and banging on your door and cussing you out or blowing up your phone because they weren't satisfied with their experience, those are unacceptable. And again, that says a lot more about them that they had unrealistic expectations or that they are unrealistic as far as compassion goes. If you made a, a genuine, honest mistake and they're overreacting this way, they clearly don't have um, the maturity or coping skills to deal with day-to-day, -day, you know, person-to-person -person interactions. So again, that's more to do with them. As If you did your due diligence and you apologized and you did the best you could to resolve whatever issue arose, then that's, there's nothing else you can do. You did your best, you were professional. So when that happens, that's probably one of the harder ones because we're all afraid of ruining our reputation. But the truth is, this is gonna happen. Name a big company that has never been slandered or been people have tried to cancel them. You name any company, Nike, um, I'm looking around my room, Canon, <laughs> um, uh, Vons, Walmart, Target, if you Google them and you look deep enough, you are going to find negative articles about these people. So just remember that, okay? Remember that you are basically never going to be able to please everyone. And some people are just irrational. And the other one is very similar, um, but it's another side to this of a angry or, or unsatisfied client is going to be that they are just a difficult, impossible person. Okay, I don't really like throwing the word Karen around because uh, I know that can be offensive to us, you know, certain categories of people. But there are just some people who go into establishments looking to find something wrong. They're looking for a deal. They're looking for, um, you know, just to get to one up someone and to basically get what they can. Um, and if that means inconveniencing someone and making a scene and just being negative and unsatisfied, they're going to do it. You, you, we always have those people. And um, I have relatives who are like that. They're constantly doing chargebacks on their car to try and see what they can get for free. They're constantly uh, calling and saying they were unsatisfied so they could try to get a free meal voucher. There are some people that are just, that's what they're trying to do. They're what we call scammers, hustlers. Um, and there's nothing you can do about that. But this is why I teach in my program, in my coaching program, how to find and market towards very high quality clientele, how to break through these limiting, limiting beliefs and restricting mindsets. This is exactly what my coaching program is about because if you're just taking whatever clients that can come your way, whatever person found you on Instagram, if you're taking the quote easy clients, the easy to impress clients, that's what we call them in my program, you're, they're easy to impress. The people who are easy to impress are also easy to lose and easy to piss off. People who, what I call high paying VIP clients are gonna be a little bit more difficult to market to and it's gonna take a little bit more nurturing to get them in your chair or in your studio but they're also the kind that once they're in, they're in, and they're, they're, they're loyal to you. So it's so important to understand how to market towards a what I call 
higher quality clientele. It's not easy because doing giveaways and running promos every month is not going to attract your VIP clientele. It's going to attract deal seekers and people who are just there for the cheap um, the cheap price or the convenience, right? You want people who are seeking you out. You want people who want quality. And so in my program, we go over that. So if you are struggling with all of these and you feel like, man, I have every single one of those that she mentioned. This is like all my clients. This is, you know, everyone that I deal with. You're probably not utilizing uh, the, the resources that are available to you in order to market to a better clientele. And that's what my 90 day boss up and be book program is all about. So if you are interested in that, definitely check the um, link that I'm going to link below to see if you would like to apply. It's application only. I don't accept just anyone. Uh, but we dive so deep into breaking through all of these and overcoming these. Um, so if you found a lot of value in this episode and it's something that you're struggling with, reach out to me. I would love to help you. That's what I'm here for. I want to help and I want to make sure that you are loving your business because if you just keep you know, servicing people in your business that you don't love to service and you're working for the amount of money and for clients that you don't feel appreciated by, eventually you are going to burn out. And I would hate to see someone with so much talent and so much passion for their craft to just give up simply because they don't understand sales and marketing. Again, I'm so grateful that you guys joined and I hope that this helped you. I have dealt with this many times and it's never going to be over. Um, I, I, there's this girl I follow on Instagram. Her name's um, uh, Chula Baby 805 I think. And she always says this phrase. She says, um, another level, another devil. And I just freaking love that because it's so true. The more you grow your business, the bigger problems that you're going to have, okay? So I look forward to um, working with you guys, and I will see you next week. Next week, I'm going to be interviewing um, Stephanie, who is a very specialist, a big-time specialist in um, body waxing. She specializes in bikini and Brazilian waxing. She is local to my area. I met her at a beauty school um, locally when I spoke at and did a presentation there this week. I'm super excited to bring her on. She's actually going to be talking on the subject of um, different routes that you can take when you graduate from beauty school. Uh, a lot of people think of estheticians as you just have to do uh, acne facials, you got to do skin peels, or other people's go to esthetician school just to do extensions. And the cool thing about uh, the esthetician license even if you have a Cosmo license, the, your umbrella of the different services that you can do is so broad. And I love um, what Stephanie has done with her business and found something that she specializes in. Um, uh, her Instagram is Smooth Operator Waxing, which I freaking love because I am a big fan of Sade. Fun fact, my dad wanted my name to be Sade when I was born. He really advocated for that. So I'm really excited to bring her on, and that's what who we'll be talking to next week. It's been a while since I brought someone on the podcast, so I'm excited for that. And I hope that this helped and that we see you next week.